Welcome to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm Jace. I've got Mike here with me. Hello. Hi, Mike. New seat for me today. A new seat. Yeah, you've been upgraded. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> you get closer to the host. We are joined here at the breakfast bar with AKR member Chris. Chris, welcome. Hey, how you doing, chaps? Very well. How are you? Yeah, all good. All good. Had my class today, so... Uh... Raring to go for the rest of the weekend. Raring to go. Chris, Chris was in earlier and we, we did a bit of a tango together. So, um, He's still speaking to me, which is good because it could have been a really awkward podcast otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about yourself, Chris. Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm Chris, Chris Ward. I'm a 46-year-old, father of four, uh, three dogs, couple of cats, fish, <laughs> tortoise, lizards, you know, lots of dependents, uh, you know, oh, and a wife, of course. <laughs> Uh, so, from a place called New Ferry, which is on the Wirral, just near Liverpool, uh, I've lived up in Aberdeen for the last 20 years. So, married a Stonehaven lass, and we've uh, we've lived there since 2001. Sounds like you've rehearsed that. No, that's just off the top of my head. It's first, first time. Dawn's fan as well. Uh, well, we'll see about Honorary. that next year. <laughs> Honorary I've, got, I've got a season ticket, but uh, I'm, I'm toying with the idea to Cove this okay. year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can face another season of Watching the dogs, I'm sorry. <laughs> Very valid, though, is it? Yeah. Mike, you've been quiet. How's, uh, how are you? Yeah, hey, good. Good, yeah. How's the change of seat? It's all right. I'll take maybe a bit of getting used to it, but no, happy to have Chris with us. So, Chris, you have... How long has Chris been a member now? Chris, Chris, you had your strategy session here in 2016, March 2016. So it's a little over five years. So tell us, first of all, what what brought you or when did AKR first get on your radar and what brought you through our doors? Okay, so I worked just around... Well, I did work just around the corner. Uh, a few folk in my work were coming to AKR. Um, um, and one of the guys from work had signed up previously to uh, Tough Mudder mentioned that to us. I said, yes, I'll sign up, paid my extortionate membership or whatever fee for about <laughs> 70 quid. And then it dawned on me, it's like a half marathon, all sorts of obstacles. Uh, so I thought maybe try and get myself a little bit better in shape. So came across the road, had a quick chat, chat with Mike. Um, and that was it really. That was the introduction to AKR. Mike said, what do you want to do? You know, how do you want to uh, get, get through Tough mudder, for me, it was just all about survival. Um, I thought I'd be coming here maybe one class a week, one class, a, you know, maybe two classes a week for three or four months, and that would be me. And, you know, five years later, still, still here. here. Yeah. So tell me, first of all, Tough mudder. was that a case of just someone in the office has gone, lads, who's, yeah, who's, oh, up, who's yeah, up for this? Yeah, and, uh-huh. and what, you're the sort of person that's just game for giving yeah, it a go? Yeah, I, I, I'm very uh, spontaneous. I don't really think about things. I just <laughs> dive in two-footed and then deal with the consequences afterwards. <laughs> and so the afterwards part was, okay, so what is Tough Mudder? And then, and then it dawned on you that actually you're going to need to yeah, do a bit my, of work. Yeah, I paid my money, then I watched a video on it and I thought, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I need to. Uh, obviously, need a little bit of arm strength to get across the uh, the monkey bars. Um, not a great swimmer, so I probably should have practiced that a little bit better. Um, don't like the cold, so I thought it was a nice. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Perfect event for you. Yeah, it was, it was just like right the worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and and so you decided that you needed to get a little bit a little bit fitter, a little bit more in shape for that 
take take us back to to 2016 like were were you already doing any exercise had you been in the years prior what what was your life and lifestyle like yeah i mean jokes aside with the tough mud a bit there there was a side of me where i was thinking i was uh, i was just turning 40 um i'd been lucky in my earlier life where i could just eat and drink and do whatever i wanted and not much weight was was going on but i just felt like it was i was getting to that stage in my life where it wasn't dropping off it was you know gathering momentum and I thought if I didn't do something quite soon then you know it could there's, there's this way or you know what I mean try and get try yeah. and do something a little bit more I played football five aside um walked fast you know what I mean when I was walking it walked a lot but that was about it really you know never ever been into a gym before I mean ever so I mean it was like coming here was the first time ever coming to a gym and and so how did, how did that feel coming in for the first time? It, well, it didn't phase me really. I was coming over with a, I think I came over with a guy from work. Um, so the pair of us just came over. Like I said, I had a chat with you and I just thought, see how it goes. You know, I'd, always been, I'd always been interested in, you know, what do people do in gyms and, uh, you know, how do you do a squat? How do you, you know, those type of things. How do you lift weights? But never having been in one before, it, I guess it was quite daunting to, to, to just walk into a gym, mm-hmm. you know, and, and hang out with the boys in the mirror and <laughs> yeah. pump an eye. And, and is that why, is that part of why you hadn't been in, like, in a gym before or it just never crossed your mind? Just never really crossed. I just wasn't one of those people, you know what I mean? I, I felt, and what those people were, I don't know, but I didn't feel but like... you weren't one of them, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's essentially, I guess it, a couple of things came together in that the spontaneity of the Tough Mudder thing, but also it sounds like there was already a little bit of a seed in there in your mind where you're like, I'm maybe not as, you know, I'm maybe going to have to start taking a bit more care of my, my health yeah. and my fitness. Yeah. I'd always suffered uh, with like a bad back. When I was 15, I fell out of a tree. I was hanging upside down, locking about in front of a couple of girls and unfortunately the branch <laughs> snapped and I landed like here on my neck and ever since then it must have been some sort of like whiplash and the base of my back was always like really really sore um so again i mean i'm, I'm jumping around a bit here but i mean the, coming to the gym has, has really has really helped that and I, and I think that's maybe one of the reasons why i'd never really been to the gym is because i'd always suffered with my back and that had always been a struggle for me you know yeah and, and so it, it didn't feel in your mind that the gym was going to be the answer to your back no, issues. I think I'd chiropractors, uh, osteopaths, you know, all that type of stuff, painkillers. Mm-hmm. So. I remember when you came in, it's, it's funny because for the listener, Chris over the years with us, you know, became like well, one of the... When I, when, I, when I came on to AKR, when I came on board, Chris was, Chris was an animal. <laughs> Chris was always like, right, I want Chris in my session because I know I can, I can throw the locker at Chris and he'll just take it <laughs> and... He was just a fit, fit guy. So I've always known mm-hmm. Chris as this athlete. Athlete, and yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear uh, that you'd never been in a gym. Yeah, no, I never, never. Yeah, and, and going into the back, you know, I, I remember because when you joined, it was that early. It was just there was me and there was Lindsay. I, you know, yeah. we, were, we were coaching all the sessions. I remember, you know, you're probably twenty kilos on what you, what you are now or mm-hmm. what you, what you were. Um, couldn't touch your toes. Nope. You know, not a great mover, I no, guess. No, I had no hinge. That was the, the thing no for me. No hinge. It was uh, with the back and 
that was the thing that we worked on for you know a, a good few months was just that simple movement and I guess it's it's key to all the movements that you do in the gym if you get, if you don't have that or get that right then you can uh, you can do yourself a little bit of damage can't you yeah I think I think so yeah when people aren't aren't moving well particularly mm-hmm. and, and often people aren't moving well when they're in pain and yeah. being able to give them different options and different mm-hmm. different ways to move can can certainly help so what were the what were those first few months like so you came in initially it was just about tough mudder what were those months like in terms of like were you fired up about tough mudder were you really motivated about that and also having never been in the gym how, how was it navigating those first few months learning how to hinge and, and you know getting your bearings I just put my trust in, I guess, yourself and Lindsay. You know, um, I just listened to what you said, um, tried to, you know, focus on the movement, try and focus on the muscles you were telling me that should be working. Um, and just, just listening, really, because, like I say, I mean, doing anything other than that would have probably been dangerous for me. And I think, you know, without you guys there, if, if I'd have walked into a gym with, like, you know, a couple of pals and stuff like that, it would have been a disaster zone. I probably would have maybe gone there a couple of months, got tough mother out of the way and that would have been it for me, you know, back to it, back to the old me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So tough mother came and went. How, tell us about that experience, first of all. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was a little bit nervous about tough mother. I'd never really travelled, ran, ran that distance before, so I didn't, didn't really know what to expect. Um, so a little bit nervous leading up to it, but felt I'd done enough, you know, in the, in the couple of months in the gym to... You know, strengthened me up a wee bit um, and, you know, done a little bit of running as well. So on the day, you know, we just, just rocked up and did it. It was, and it was, because we did it in a group, you, you kind of all stick together. So I was kind of like in the middle of, of the pack with, with, with the rest of the team. There was a few slower, a few faster, but we just all helped each other out. And I, I really enjoyed the day. It was good. Mm-hmm. Good achievement. I felt, yeah, I felt it was a good achievement. At the yeah. Time. Was it cold? Wet? Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, and it was cold <laughs> from the very beginning. You know, I mean, the first uh, obstacle was the ice bath. And so it was like, hold my nose. There's not like water going up my nose. And the water was filthy. And it was just full of ice. And yeah, yeah. The most perfect, perfect event for yeah. you to go and take well, I think on. I think maybe Lindsay did it that year as well. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe did. Yeah, so I've not done Tough Mudder, but we've done several years. We've done the Beast, the beast Race, which is a, a local one. Um, and, it, and it's funny because I think people do go with the anxiety and the, the pressure of this like event. But like you said, you end up just like going around as a group. Yeah. It's not I like a, not taking it as a competition, yeah. but just mm-hmm. as a day out kind of thing. Yeah. And, and at the end of it, you do, you know, there's a, there's a beer waiting for you. And yeah. There's a lot of back, you know, high fives, back slapping. Yeah. <laughs> together kind of thing. yeah, it's yeah. Good, it's good which track. is I guess why your work did it a bit of corporate bonding and well, team building yeah I mean it was all the work that the, the team it was all from the same work, workplace but you know, we just all did it off off our own backs kind of things uh, I think we did uh, get the the business to buy us all t-shirts like but that was about it <laughs> so so, oh, yeah. so Tough Mudders came and gone yeah bye but you're still at AKR yep how how's How's that journey gone from you? Yeah, we just why did so you come just, back? Just coming, coming here just to get fit for uh, the Tough Mudder. What kept you? What kept you on? Well, you were, I was seeing progression, wasn't I? I mean, I was, I was getting getting stronger. Um, the back pain was going. Um, you know, and, and also you, you, I think you felt like part of it as well because it was 
because I think at the time AKR was just starting out, wasn't it? Mm. So you know you were you were seeing like a new piece of kit would come in and it'd be like quite exciting. You'd be like, oh, there's the uh, there's the rower, there's the uh, skiing machine, there's you know what I mean. It was all these new things came and you would you would get destroyed by them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even simple things like new, new weights coming in, it was all you just felt like you were part of it and you were, then you would you know, start to use that new piece of kit and you would, again, you were just just getting stronger. New members were coming all the time as well. So it was just, you felt like you were part of something. It wasn't just the gym itself, the weights and, and, and the kit. It was, I suppose at the time, I was quite heavily involved in all the Facebook stuff as well. And there was, I think you were probably just starting out on all your, your habits and, and building things in that sense as well. So it was, you know, if you, if you think about the way, I mean, the way I lived back in them days, you know, I would watch a bit of TV, 10, 11 o'clock, go to my bed, you know, get on the phone, watch, you know, watch something on the phone, you know, like, like a lot of people do. You know, you'd fall asleep, you know, one in the morning, wake up at five, six, not getting properly slept, not eating properly, you know, all the bad, all the bad habits that you would have, you know, you work on them when you're part of this gym here, I would say. So, yeah, it, helped, it wasn't just the gym piece, it was just across the board, I felt like it was helping me. And then the other part was, you know, you were doing that hard work in the gym. You didn't want to undo that by, you know, tucking into a couple of pizzas and a couple of pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, you know, it, it sounds like, first of all, it sounds like, you know, you really lit up there, almost going back to that that stage where, where, where things, I was going to say when things were improving, things are always improving, but yeah. it sounded like just being being part of that growing environment yeah. growing in terms of your own fitness was growing but you mm-hmm. were saying like new faces were coming in the the facility in the gym itself mm-hmm. was transforming all that you know seemed to light you up a, a bit there yeah definitely it just kept you coming through the door and it was it worked for me like i say i worked around the corner um you could come in before work you could nip in at lunchtime you know what i mean it just it just fitted perfectly for me um you could come in in the evenings as well so i mean it was just it just seemed a good fit at the time, yeah. you know. So, and it, like I say, until you know, the COVID stuff, I didn't realise how much of a routine person I was. I always thought, uh, you know, I was just, I just rock up to things. But you know, that's the last twelve months have been, you know, quite a struggle because it's it's knocked me out of my routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'm hoping that you know now that we're back, I'm hoping that I can get back into that routine and get back get back to it kind of thing so yeah it's routine um and you know the fact that it was just around the corner and and the flexibility of the place because you know if i was busy at work and right i could see at 12 o'clock i had there was a slot here i could just go and book it you know an hour before and that was me in the gym i always had my gear with me always ready to try and find a find a time where i could just get in here yeah good so i want to dive into the you know the covid stuff and and the blip and falling off track but first of all going back into you said about like the building the habits and stuff like that so so you came in initially it was just a let's get in shape for a tough mudder you enjoyed the progression you enjoyed being a part of everything so beyond tough mudder you carried on you said at that point about about you know like the sleep and you know all, all the other different sort of uh, elements of changing your lifestyle because you you've gone from being like I don't know if it's if it's right to say this but almost like typical typical bloke you know enjoying a few beers playing the odd game of five aside yeah. not doing much else feeling yourself 
turning 40 and gaining weight to, you know, when that, Jace That gym person that you were talking to about. To being <laughs> an absolute, you know, beast, animal, everybody's thinking, geez, mm-hmm. Chris is a machine. Mm-hmm. So talk us through that, you know, that, that stage, probably say 20, 2016, summer of, say after Tough Mudder, mm-hmm. to up till maybe the, the time of, of the pandemic coming on. Like, talk us through like the change and, and what changed and how. I think I just got the bug, you know what I mean? I just, every time I, every time, and I think, I think still now, you know what I mean? Every time I come in here, I try and give my all, you know what I mean? I try and, I like to finish that session where I'm, I guess I'm flat on, flat on my back, in the red zone, you know what I mean? I can walk out of here thinking I've had a good session. You know, that's what I want out of every session. And I would probably say I, I, 99, 99% of the time I do give that. Um, so, you know, there's there's that element. Um, it's progression as well. You know what I mean? You're seeing other people in the gym as well, and, and their progression. Um, and you, it's it's not competitiveness, but if you know if, if someone's lifting a weight the same as you, uh, and they go on high, you think right, I'm going to give that a go. That, that is competitive. <laughs> exactly competitiveness. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, it's I think the term social facilitation when you're you're yeah. you're. Trying Memetic more, theory. Yeah. You're, you're doing more because of the. But yeah, I, I do the same. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be working with certain people. I like working. I like working out with everyone here. But it's like the certain people you work out with, and you can just, oh, you need you need putting five on there. Go and stick an extra two and a half on, and they'll do that. You know what I mean? And they'll yeah. then then it'll be your turn. You'll you'll walk up to the weight, and they'll be like, oh, is that, is that all you do? And you're like, oh, bloody hell, yeah. We we'll call them the extra coaches. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, it it sounds like so you, you come in your. You, you caught the bug, is what you said. Yeah. Uh, you enjoy you enjoyed working out hard. Yeah. Is that what is that what prompted changes? Like you mentioned before, like if you're working out hard in the gym, you're less likely to go and eat two pizzas or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But is is that what prompted changes in other aspects of your lifestyle, or was that a conscious decision to say, okay, I'm doing well here, but maybe I should work on sleep, or maybe I should work on yeah. you know like the stuff we, we were talking about in the Facebook group with the, the skills practices. Yeah. So I think there was you know there was. Obviously, I had the gym elements, and then I started getting into running as well. So um, I was the gym work uh, and the running in conjunction with you know improvements in running. I was doing a lot of like glute type work, so all that was helping me with, I guess, my pace at the running. So it was um, one was kind of feeding the other, and I was working with the coaches here uh, with Lindsay and Jay, talking about you know what days I should run, what days I should. Um, do the gym, what I should do in the gym, what I should maybe lay off if I had injuries. So it was just, I, I was totally, like I say, in the zone with the gym, totally in the zone with the running. I was seeing improvements, you know, on a monthly basis, getting faster, getting further distances, you know, and I've lots of events in the calendar as well. So that, having all that you know, mapped out for me was just kind of driving me on, you know. So, it, and, and again, it's, uh, I wouldn't say I was super competitive, but you know, it's it's just trying to push yourself that little bit extra. You know, if I if I did like you know half marathon one thirty five, next time I'd, I'd try and do one you know, thirty seconds faster or a minute faster, and just keep trying to progress. And and so, did that have an impact on sleep and, and nutrition? Yeah. And, and things yeah. Like well, the thing is, if you've if you've been the gym you know, twice in, in in one day and, and had a run then you put your head on the pillow at nine o'clock and that's you out for eight hours. So 
Sleep-wise, there was no issue there. Um, and was there was was there an, an intention on your part to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed, or was it just like I've done a workout today or two and I'm tired and, and yeah, so for a while if it was if I didn't go to bed, I would end up waking up on the couch at three in the morning with a you know a crick neck or a sore back or a because you said at the beginning about like you know collapsing on the sofa, watching TV for an hour yeah. or, or, or things like that. I'm curious, just like you know, you've spoken about how much you got the bug and you're working out and your your progress. Well, your progress was fueled by seeing the progress, and it's a real mm-hmm. feed forward cycle. I'm I'm just trying to latch on to like say, well, what effect was there a conscious effort in other parts of again like nutrition, sleep, and and things like that, or was it all in the training and, again, sleep took care of itself because of the exercise? Or, you know, d- did you decide, I'm going to change all my... I'm going to I'm gonna become a really healthy and fit person, or mm. were you just in love with training and training? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I thought about it too much, but I guess my time here, you get educated. You know, you read the posts from other people. There's, like, habits. So you are getting educated throughout, so... If you're doing a workout in the gym and someone's saying you should eat more protein, that'll help, you know, the muscles, you know, rebuild and regenerate. So you think, well, if I want to work hard today and work hard tomorrow, then maybe I should get some protein down my neck. So when you when I'm having my dinner or my, my lunch, I'll just, you know, make sure that there's a bit of protein in there. Eating your veggies, well, you know, you again, you just have your lunch, just when you when you nip into the Marks and Spencers or whatever you're going for your lunch, you just instead of going for the, the sausage roll or you maybe pick up a a salad or something, you know. Right. So it sounds like for you, it, it wasn't like I'm going to change my life, but it was. I'm into the training, and you were influenced. Yeah, you want to fuel that training, make that training yeah. better. But, but by swimming in this environment and being influenced by by the education and other people here, mm-hmm. you just gradually made made changes in other areas yeah, rather yeah. than making a firm decision. Yeah, it would be impossible for me to to live that life because you know there's four kids in the house, there's leftovers. I hate waste, you know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't chucking those you know, chicken nuggets in the bin. Uh, they're going in here, kind of thing. So, in a way, I had to do a little bit of extra work just to, to burn that off. <laughs> let, me, let me jump in then, you know, where you mentioned kids there. So, you, you said, like, again, that you got in, you got the bug, and you're training hard. It almost sounds like it was easy. And... Training, you know, going from never training to training, you know, with ruthless consistency. Mm -hmm. And you've already said about all the kids and animals in your house and you got your job. Like, was it easy or, or, you know, talk us through that? Yeah, it it didn't, I didn't find it difficult. I I just feel like it was, it was easy getting up at half five in the morning to come in here at six to start work at seven. Because the only difference to doing that than, than not doing the gym was to get up an hour and a half later and just go straight to work. You know, so it was, in that sense, the mornings were fine. Um, and then w- once you'd done that morning workout, that was it done for the day. So I could I could leave work at five o'clock and, you know, here comes dad, you know, kind of normal life kind of thing. Also my work at the time, I was able to get out at lunchtime and go out for a, for a run if I wanted. So it, yeah, I mean, you, you had to, you had to motivate yourself or you had to, you know, wants to go and do that training, but yeah, I didn't. I never once thought, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to the gym today. Oh, I'm not going on that run today." It was just, I don't know. I don't know. 
just enjoyed enjoyed yeah, being here, enjoyed, enjoyed yeah. the training, mm-hmm. enjoyed seeing the progress. Uh, again, it just comes back to if I was if I was training for a race, I would map out you know when I was going to run, how far I was going to run, how fast I wanted to run, and and I would I'd try and stick to that. And then around that running, I would I would map out where I was going to go into the gym. So nice. It's yeah. It's it maybe sounds simple, but that's just the way it was. It was. It was. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was a good fit at the right time, mm-hmm. and you got the bug. I'm just, I'm just pausing in case you want oh, to jump in. I feel like I'm dominating this. No, no, yeah, you, you, you can get this mic as well for uh, one. Um, okay, I think now might be a good time to, to to sort of bridge over to to early 2020 COVID hit, and you know take it from there because you you said you, you had a bit of a blip at that point. Yeah, so I think you know, coming to the end of 2020, I decided to move jobs as well. So I had to start started a new. So not the end of 2020, end of 2019, moving jobs. So the job I had was really flexible, you know, worked around the gym and all that type of stuff. So it was perfect for me, but I didn't feel like I was learning anything new. I felt like I needed a new challenge. So decided in January 2020 to start a new job. So I kind of knew I was going to be maybe six months, um, you know, putting me out a little bit of my my routine but I was willing to work through that but then obviously six seven weeks into that new job uh the COVID hit and then there was you know the chaos ensued but um so I I think for me it it just to start with I tried that started doing the zoom classes kept the running up um but just felt like uh, throughout last year every month it got a little bit more difficult um I was you know new job was quite highly pressurized lots Lots to do, lots to learn. It was a completely new role, new company. Um, and then obviously on top of that, you've got that working from home. So instead of me getting up at five in the morning and going for a run or going and doing a gym class, I was getting up at five in the morning and me dressing down and going doing like three hours work, clearing my emails and getting myself ready for the, the working day. So, you know, come eight o'clock, you know, I was on top of things and ready to start the working day as opposed to you know, what happened previously, which was, you know, you're done an hour, an hour and a half at the gym. Um, and then, you know, gets to lunchtime, you've had a few meetings, you've got a bit of catch up to do. So instead of going out a run at lunchtime, you maybe just grab something to eat. It was something quick, it was something from the pantry, you know, cheese sandwich or cheese toasty or a lot of cheese, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> something easy, you know? Uh, something easy and cheesy. So easy and cheesy, that's it, yeah. And then straight back up to work and then, work you you were just working too far it was just just a nightmare really it just completely threw me out of my routine um and long hours the work-life balance was just very heavily weighted towards work so i'm just now trying to get back on top of things um you know with the gym being open i'm just forcing myself to to come to the gym and trying to pick up you know similar to where i was in you know 2016 you know i've had a a year of it's not, not been inactivity, but I feel like I've you know gone back you know a couple of years at least, and I'm, I'm just wanting to get back started again into it. So. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think the change of job would have been enough to to throw you off w- without COVID? Because it sounds like you know like you said getting up, doing emails, or or was work harder purely because you're trying to start a new job? Yeah, without it was, getting it was, it was to definitely be an the new job. It was it was it was definitely the new because. You know, I've been in that previous job for five years, so I was I was on top of things. Yeah, it was. I wouldn't say it was easy. We had you know challenges and etc. And there was lot lots to do, but um, you kind of knew the people, knew the role. Um, you know, 
it was yeah it, it worked for me you know what i mean mm -hmm. it was uh, everything else fitted in around it uh, but this I, I like i say it was um new role new people and just an onboarding long, and a long hour uh, you know like i say busy household as well so you know i'm sitting on the uh, upstairs landing i've got two bedrooms behind me kids fighting dogs fighting you know what i mean it's <laughs> you can imagine yeah so, yeah really challenging yeah but you know i've got through it and I'll come up the other side and i'm ready to go again and so how how did that feel i know you said you you feel like you've gone back two years it's it's funny i think when people do have a setback they you know it, it, it can be really demotivating mm -hmm. and they, they don't realize just how quick it is to walk the path for a second time yeah you know my mum you know she she started running a couple of years ago mm -hmm. got up to running half marathons yeah and she's had a niggle with her foot and she was like oh it's gonna you know i might Do not be able to run again yeah. and i was like you'll be surprised how quickly you know yeah. once you get going again but how, how did it feel you, you know did it feel like starting over and what was that like for you well we just start we're just starting over now so it's uh I'm, I'm optimistic, you know what I mean? I'm ready to go again. Uh, I feel like I'm starting from a, you know, a new starting position. So I've got, you know, five years gym experience. So I know what's required. There's nothing to learn in there with regards, you know, movements. Uh, it's just a case of getting the fitness levels up and the, um, I guess, the stamina up. And the, you know, you can, yeah, I can see it because you can see when you're doing the workouts, things that you were doing 18 months ago where you were, in maybe the green zone, early yellows, you're looking up and you're, you're hitting red. You know what I mean? You're blowing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... I had that myself in the last <laughs> But it's, like I say, it's, it's, it's the same challenge as before. You just, all you're trying to do is get a little bit, get a little bit stronger, a little bit uh, fitter. And that, that's all I'm trying to do, you know, so. And um, was there a time where, where you've thought, because I find often people might, go one of two ways where they just sack it off altogether mm -hmm. um, like it's it's done or I don't know if, if that's even an intentional one but just more and more time passes or the other one is is I'm going to do something extreme like I'm going to book another Tough Mudder or a marathon or something that, not that there's I'm not, I don't want to say they're too extreme but yeah. you know something drastic to get back like, yeah well I do have a marathon booked later <laughs> this year from last year so I mean I've got a nip on with the running because I've not I think I've ran three times this year or four times so uh, anyway that's uh, that's in October <laughs> but but was it was it just a case of okay I've been through what I've been through and I think it's a little bit different because everyone's going through something mm -hmm. in the COVID bit it's a it's a case of we go again or or was it like was there more to it um is there more to it no I, I, I just think it is it's just that I know what happened last time. You know what I mean. I know how it worked last time. I just want. I just want to get that get feeling back, back. Yeah, get back on track. Uh, I didn't like some of the months. I mean, I, I tried to do something every month last year, but there was a. There's been a few months this year, late last year, where I, you know, I, I hardly moved at all, and I just. I always thought, you know, when I was at my fittest, that you, know, you would look at those people that would you know, been to gyms and quit gyms and took it took a year out and then gone back and I think, well, why, why would they do that? But you know, I've I've done that, and, I, and it's easy to do. Um, so, but I'm, you know, I'm you, gonna... you mean why would someone get in great shape and then stop? Is that is that what you mean when you say why would they do that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's... And now you can see that there's 
stuff happens in life. That, yeah. That well, I just thought maybe, yeah, go back like three years. I thought that was me. I thought I would, there would never be a period in my life like last year where there was so much inactivity. Uh, but it's it's so easy to uh, you know drop into that. Mm. Yeah. So so you got yourself in shape. You had a good routine. You enjoyed training. You enjoyed what you're doing. And you thought this yeah. is this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now or then the COVID hit, and then mm-hmm. that's what shook you. If uh, if a, if you were to rewind, mm-hmm. is there anything you would have done differently, or do you th- you think like y- y- that was the cards you were dealt, and you know the work was work, and you know, yeah, I would definitely, I would, I probably would have um, just made myself instead of doing that three hours of emails and work in the morning, I would I probably force myself to either go for a run or do something every day or every other day, kind of thing. Set myself, if, if it was me t- talking to me 12 months ago, just say, don't be, you know, don't set yourself, don't, you're not going to be the Chris from, from AKR 12 months ago that's. You know, in the gym every day and running every day, kind of thing. Just maybe just set yourself three days a week where you you do something, and 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 just carry that on through the year. Just keep not not improving, but just make sure that you try and sustain things so that when you do come back in twelve months' time, you know you're from a I've got a fallback plan. Yeah, of sorts. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Are you still working from home at the minute? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you find the routine now? With coming into the gym, yeah. And, I mean, it work. seems to. I mean, what I'll say is, I'm, I'm 12, 15 months in on the job now, um, so I'm, I'm a lot wiser as to what needs to be done. So I'm on top of things a lot better. Um, but I think having the gym open and booking the classes, once that class is booked, you, you commit. I feel like you're committed. So I always feel like once I've got the the booking in, yeah, that in the diary, and you'll you'll probably see. I'm, I'm always quite late to book it because it's. You know, work and just sometimes you know crop up and you you know you you scuppered so um, it's always like the day before but I think once I'm, t- I'm trying to do Tuesdays Thursdays Saturdays uh, three days a week and then on top of that I'm going to start trying to build up build up the running um, and I'm also working with Adam on trying to watch my nutrition as well so uh, we get this mindful chef and we've been doing that for like the last few mo- good good few months now. So that seems to work quite well for us. Um, some of the portions are quite healthy, you know what I mean? Or quite, well, <laughs> Sparse. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're really oh, good portions. Good portions. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm probably eating a little bit too much, but at least with that, um, that, that forces me to stop work at six and, and, and cook the dinner for me and Steph. And the kids, we end up cooking separate stuff for them, but uh, that breaks up my day as well. And it just ensures that I get the veggies I need. So that's like one little thing. Uh, next step is to try and get on top of the lunches because that, again that's sometimes 50-50 as to which way I go lunch wise is it cheesy and easy <laughs> or <laughs> you know, that type of thing so it's it's just I'm just trying to build it you know step by step that's you know, don't try and set, set yourself you know targets which are unachievable and I think that's just the education I've had here as well you know I remember the, you, got, you used to have a picture up on the wall there we talked about the the perfect was it the was it what what success looks like yeah what success looks like and it's not a straight line it's you know it's all over the place and mm-hmm. that does uh i do think about that i think you just you know a few little few little steps in the right direction over a sustained period and you'll you'll get to where you want to be mm-hmm. it's funny because it, it it almost was that that straight line it sounds like yeah, for yeah. you in the, in, uh, the, in the in the beginning part 
which probably made it harder when you did encounter the yeah you know the, the difficulties yeah so you said uh just to go back i think you said what you know when when covid hit and you had the new job and things like that you maybe were still trying to be again the chris from 2019 but in hindsight and it's a wonderful thing as they say but you, you could have maybe said okay well that's that's gone but what's a what's a easier version or a smaller version of my routine that can at least keep me ticking over a little bit yeah that, that's what I should have been aiming for uh, and I guess I've, I I was looking back and I think you, you probably saw it last year and you maybe saw it with other people coming back to the gym you, you came back and you were you wanted everybody or I certainly wanted to be the person I was 12 months ago and you were it was it was it was tough to you know pick up the weights and find that you, know, you couldn't lift a, a certain weight above your head and it was and you were almost going back to back to basics you know but kind of got gotten used to that now mm-hmm. and I'm ready to roll with it mm-hmm. I think it, the funny thing we spoke in a previous episode about fitness being an infinite game it's like it just it just goes on anyway yeah, yeah. You know, it's always there and mm-hmm. and I think with the COVID stuff like. I'm sure everyone's everyone's got. Oh, geez, if I knew it was going to be like this, because bear in mind when it happened, we maybe only thought it was going to be a month or two yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think like I I almost did the opposite when I just went absolutely because I was in the fortunate position I could still train here, mm-hmm. and I just went hell for leather and just hit a brick wall mm-hmm. with everything. Um, the, the COVID experience, <laughs> yeah, the COVID yeah. experience. Um. Let's say uh, let's say somebody's listening just now and they're they're in a bit of that rut mm-hmm. where you know they've they've maybe they're maybe beginner Chris where they're mm-hmm. they're realizing that maybe there's a milestone birthday coming up and their their life's you know they don't like the direction it's going mm-hmm. or maybe they've been in shape but it's fallen away mm-hmm. and and they're facing that what appears like a mountain mm-hmm. like what what are some steps that you or suggestions advice tips that you might give them. Yeah, I mean, I think I've already just covered it. It's just, it, it is just baby steps and don't don't set yourself ridiculous targets. That, you know, because if, you know, if, if I said to myself, right, I'm going to run a marathon in a month's time, in a month's time, I'm going to be disappointed because I'm not going to be able to run a marathon. But having that in six months' time, I know I can build up to that. So if, if, I, if I start running twice a week now uh, for half an hour, you know, in, in, in four weeks' time, I could be running three times a week an hour a pop you know what I mean it's and you know come come October time I could be in shape for a marathon it's just about patience yeah I think so yeah it, everyone's different you know what I mean I, I would say uh, yeah just baby steps definitely and when looking at your health and fitness how how far in the future do you look you know a lot of people I think they're the challenge is that they're they're pretty immediate with Okay, it's this summer and I'm yeah. going on holiday and I want to get in shape. Like, yeah. are, are, are you that way inclined or are you more like thinking it, right, well, that was 40, I'm turning 50 in a yeah. few years and 60. Do you, do you look far ahead at that and kids growing up and yeah. stuff? Well, I, I hadn't really thought about 50, but it's, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's, it's on my list now. I, I, I see Amanda quite a lot. It's, I'm only 13 years till 50. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> Maybe, I, I guess a... A younger me looking at 50 would have thought that was quite old, but I think it's, it is just an on me. I mean, I don't really think about it in that sense. I still feel like I'm the you know, immature 16 year old. <laughs> the, same, the same kid that was hanging upside down on a tree. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm, still, uh, I'm, still, I'm still using the same jokes from when I was 16. <laughs> still, 
Still a damn sight better than you those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's lies. Pure lies. Hey, Chris, this is the Energizing Life podcast. So could you give us one or two underrated energizers that energize your life? Gee, where's that? that should, have, should have given him a heads up. That's a question. Yeah. One or two what? Like, it's just something you do <laughs> it's daily. twister. Weekly that energizes you. Something that might be under, underrated. It might be underrated. I mean, it doesn't have to be underrated. <laughs> yeah. I don't, that's a tough question. I mean, for me, what, what's been energizing me the last couple of weeks has been just getting back in the gym. You know, and, and it's, it's, I guess it's not underrated because it's, you know, everyone, everyone that comes here leaves here, you know, with a smile on their face and, you know, haven't done a good workout. So, um, it probably doesn't answer your question, but it is. Just show up. Do you yeah, work up. it is. And I know that when I walk through that door, I'm getting, like I say, in 45 minutes time, I'll have uh, had a good workout and you know a little bit of a sense of achievement and another, I guess, another step on the road to, you know, fitness. Forward. Yeah. Are there days that you? I think that's the like the thing I'm fascinated about is, is <clears throat> motivation and things yeah. like that. Are there days where you just? don't want to walk through the door you don't feel like it or nah, not really nope tired grumpy doesn't yeah, I do get grumpy I do get tired but uh, like I say if I've got my slot booked that's it I ain't gonna and it's very much in that we said a few yeah, times yeah. plan it in do, do it anyway yeah yeah. Uh, different for running you know if, if, I, if I say to myself I'm gonna go and do a half hour run today and it's horizontal rain and I'm thinking I've got those hills to run in Stonehaven it's very easy to to not do that because um, it's it's easy not to do that. But that said, if maybe in the next couple of weeks, if I start putting a, a program together for running and you know have targets, then that might change. So what's what's different then between the running and the coming in the gym? If it's easy not to do the run, it's the rain, Mike. Is it, is it the rain <laughs> in the hills? Is it, I don't know. I think is it the booking of the session? I think, I think it's. I think. It, so here, if, if you know, I'm wanting to do my three sessions a week, so that's that's in my head. I want to do that, and I get that booked in, and it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And if I miss one, I used to be, I used to hate it. If I, if I missed the gym, that would that would make me grumpy. But but I'm a bit more relaxed about it now. If I don't, if I miss a session, I think well, it's it is just a session. You know, you just work a bit harder on the next one, or mm-hmm. you know, you've got plenty more in the uh, in the calendar to get through this year. So with the running, I just feel like. I need, I, I need events in the calendar. You know, what really drove me on uh, a few years ago was, you know, Im- improving that half marathon time, you know, getting, getting 30 seconds off, getting a minute off, cracking that 130. You know, that was driving me on. Um, so I think having, once things open up and, and there's races in the calendar this year, I'll say, right, I'll book myself a half marathon and I'll say, right, that's it now, because I don't want to show up to that half marathon and not do my best. I want to try and turn up to that race and you know run as fast as I can on the day. So. Sounds like having like that structure and accountability is something important to you. Like having the decision that it's in. Yeah, because I know if if, if you know if I've, like I say if you've got a race in eight weeks or twelve weeks and you miss a week of training, then it kind of screws up that 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 plan that you've got mm-hmm. because you're going from I don't know maybe seven kilometres that week to eight kilometres. You're going to have to do a jump. And then when you do that jump, that's when you get injuries. And when you get injuries, yeah, that's when I get grumpy as well. <laughs> <laughs> I hate right, injuries. An, an easier question for you mm-hmm. then, Chris. Energising music. 
You got a track that you that gets you going? Well, it's got to be either Tiger, isn't it? <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. That's <laughs> what you wanted me to say, wasn't it? Oh, I should have just started. Yeah. Now, there's loads of different music. Yeah, it just depends. Um, I'll listen to you know, lots of lots of dance type music, Underworld, Prodigy. I like listen to Mogwai. You need to wait till Lindsay's back to talk about all that. I have no yeah. idea. Right. Sounds like yeah, you are still stuck it when you were sixteen. <laughs> no, Mogwai still. Well, I, think, I suppose they are. They've been going for quite a while, but like Future Islands, uh, Flaming Lips. It doesn't have to be, you know, high tech. Flaming Lips? Yeah. Never, never heard of them? I've never heard of them. Oh, wow. Mike? No. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Get Lindsay back. She's shaking her. her head over there. She's shaking her head. <laughs> is that no from you over there? Yeah. No, it's just a mixed bag, really. It just depends on what I've been listening to on the day, if I'm going out for a run. I mean, I guess the music in the gym, I don't get any choice in that matter, so it, it's usually your choice, or Adam's, <laughs> the Spice Girls, <laughs> Little Mix, the like. Um, so I, I just tend to zone out when I'm here with the music, and thankfully at the moment it's, it's got to be at a certain level, so you can't really hear it. <laughs> I've got nothing to ever say. Yeah. Uh, with, with the running, when I used to run, uh, I never used to listen to any music, but over the last 12 months I've bought these, like, Headphones which which sit outside you know, so you can hear the traffic. Uh, so I've started listening to bits and pieces with that, but it, can, it doesn't even have to be upbeat music. It just it's just something to, to zone out to, you know. So. Anything else that uh, we should have asked you, or anything else that you would like to say before we wrap this up? Um, again, to maybe something of value to the to the listeners, or any parting words? No, I mean I th- maybe one thing we didn't cover is. Uh, Coming into the gym, I think it was, it was almost to try and show my kids as well. You know what I mean? Because my when I came into the gym when I was forty, uh, my kids were at that age, like teenage age. So I, was, I didn't want them to see like the, some of the not, some of the bad habits that I had. You know, the drinking at the weekend and eating the shitey food. Um, but more, you know, about me running, getting. I mean, none of them are doing it at the moment. But I'm hoping that you know, when like my eldest daughter goes to university, that she'll maybe join a gym and she'll. She'll go to the gym. My son, he's 16. He's, I think he's interested. I think my, my father-in-law's just bought a treadmill, so they've been up there this weekend trying that out. So I'm ever hopeful that uh, my, if, you know, I might inspire them to, to to run a few races or get into it, mm. get into the gym. I think yeah, my son's definitely interested. It's just about, I think he's just turned 16, so he's available to go into gyms. It's just unfortunate that the past 12 months he's not been able to. And what, what about that is important to you? to be that sort of role model? Well, I just know what I was like when I was 15, 16, 17, and I certainly don't want that life for them. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't go into that, but it's, uh, yeah. Chris doesn't talk about those days. Po- po- positive choices. Positive, positive choices. choices, Mike, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, good. All right. Oh, well, Chris, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. It's no worries. It's been a pleasure to have you. All right. No, uh, Mike, thank you again for, for co-hosting with me. Yeah. And thank you to our listeners. And we will see you on the next one. Thanks again, folks. All right, no worries, Cheerio.